Nice. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Moose Milk Podcast. This is episode 130. 130. Nice. I think it's 130. I didn't even look. It could be 129. I think it's 130, though. I don't know. I don't have answers. It's 130. I am less than yeah. helpful. It's 130. Uh, I'm your host, Ryan. This is uh, the man they call Big M. Big M Dog. Uh, the master of toys. I don't know. I got nothing. Uh, customs by Magic. Master. Mr. Hi. Hello. Hi. 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 Well, that's everything. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Thanks, everybody. Um, Thanks yeah, I apologize. I apologize for doing this on a Sunday, but uh, I fell down some stairs and fucked up my ribs. So I've been kind of... As you do on a Friday night. That's just how it is. No, it was actually on a Tuesday night. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Yeah, I was going to work, carrying my bike out my back door, and I decided to just fall down all my steps and land on my bike. So, um, yes. my ribs are very sore. I got a big, bad, big ass bruise on my side, and um, he's got a big bad bruise on his side. <laughs> it's exactly. a big bad bruise. Big bad bruise, and uh, yeah, I'm pretty sore, but we're hanging in there. So I apologize, but uh, that's life. I'm old now, and I can't fall downstairs like I used to. <laughs> Whoops! Imagine that. Yeah, who thought at 38 you can't fall down a set of stairs? Oh God, what kind of world are we living in? Yeah, man, it's it's unfair. It's unfair. I I um, how are you? Yeah, I'm good, man. I had a freaking busy week. This week coming up is going to be uh, no different. It looks like sounds like it's going to be a hectic one. So yeah, I got lots lots on the go. Hosting a little soiree next week at our house, so on Saturday, so I got to uh, do a bunch of shit and clean and everything before that happens. So. so, should we not do the podcast next Saturday? No, we should. I'll be done by one, by ten. Yeah. Okay. You're doing it's like a daytime thing. Oh, <laughs> you day people! You're doing your day things. You silly fucks! You, you day walkers. Uh, I forget about the day. I forget people still do things during the day. <laughs> I'm busy sleeping. All you yeah. really silly boys. Yeah, we're up and alive. We're yeah. at it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So much like this week where I didn't really watch a whole lot, I can imagine next week will be pretty similar. I probably won't have a chance to watch too too much this week. But well, I make up for you, son. I make up for yes, you. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. I've been a busy lad. Well, let me jump into what I saw. I really walked through. Oh, actually, how would it, how are you? We should do that. You'd be back and forth. <laughs> I, I mean, Stick outside of program, outside of my sore ribs, ribs, I'm okay. Um, as I've told you, I am learning guitar. Woo! So I'm not very good, but I'm so also just learning. So it's like day four of learning. So yeah, ah! you can't be good yet. No, but um. I mean, you could be good, but then you might be like destined for great. Yeah, then I'd be Eddie Van Halen or something, and I'd be just like. But um, I'm not that. I'm I'm struggling. You're not. No. Damn. Something I've always wanted to do. I'm a big music person, and I love music, and uh, it'd be awesome if I could actually learn how to play some music. But I have no expectations. It's just something to do in my spare time. So, but other than that. Um, just kind of laying around because I've been really sore, so I can't really do too much. So I watched a shit ton of stuff this week, and um, yeah, that's it. Well, that's great. Well, all I watched this week was we Kate decided that she wanted to watch the last episode of Brad's Dogs. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So we just jumped to the last episode because it's the last season that they're Naturally, doing. Actually, as you do, as we do. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah. So we we watched that, and it was fine. Uh, definitely not as good as last last season, as I said a couple weeks ago. Yeah, but uh, does it like end the series in the way you expected, or does it yeah. like no? no? It was just like an ending. It was, I mean, maybe a little bit. It was like a touching thing, but it wasn't really. It, right. Know, it, was, it was okay. I mean, it was fine, but like last season, they should have left, or they should have switched season four and season three, and like mm-hmm. season four, season three kind of had like a storyline. Yeah. Like there were still episodes in the season that like didn't really go to that overarching story, but but in this one it's like just like each one is a different story about like a different character. So they're like not even all together as much anymore. And it's just gotcha. not 
it's kind of like Arrested Development, where it's like, you know, the four season, they're like all doing their own things, and they're kind of just isolated stories about those characters. Yeah, and it was like, nowhere near as good. Yeah, it's fine for what it is, but it's just yeah. like it, the thing that makes Arrested Development, and in this case, like that show, is like yeah, the, the interaction between those characters, yeah. and when yeah. they're not together as much, it's like not as fun. Sure. So, but yeah. Um, and then I obviously watched Gen V and Loki, and I like half paid attention to The Conjuring 3 last night. Oh. Kate and her dad, her, Kate and her dad watched it. Did you enjoy it? No, it was whatever. It was fine. It's not as good as the first two. It's weird how I, it's like all of the jump scares, like, it's like, I don't know if I just did, I was in for it more, so I didn't care or something, but like, it's like, they're all just so predictable. Yeah, just totally. Like... I don't know. I mean, it's based off a real story, but like, again, I mean, all the Conjuring movies are based off a real story, but um, yeah, I don't know. It just didn't, it didn't hit me the way the first two did. And like, even the second one wasn't as good as the first one, in my opinion. So mm. like the first one, I think stands out above and beyond all of them, but um, I don't know. I think there's still, I know they just put out the Nun 2, which is like the spinoff of the second one, but I don't know if it was any good, really. I didn't hear much about it. And then I think they're doing a Conjuring 4, but I'm not positive. Hmm. But um, yeah, it was okay. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I like half watched it and yeah. then was just like, whatever. Sure. That's it? That's it. That's all I got. Do you want to talk about the Blink song? I do want to talk about the Blink song. It's fine. I've listened to it more times than I can tell you. I don't. I don't know. I mean, it's I really like it. It's okay. Didn't blow me. And away. I heard some teaser clips. I think I sent it to you of Anthem Part Three. That sounds just like a good fast punk rock song, which I'm yeah. excited for. Especially if that kicks off the album, so that'll be fun. Wait, that's this week, yeah. This is Friday, right? Uh, Friday, yeah. Crazy. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. No. I. I mean, the song's fine. I, I don't. Again, it didn't blow me away. I think out of the five songs. The one last week is by dance far the best me. one. Yeah, dance with me. I still like me. dance with me a lot. Like, yeah. I like it's. I'm I'm weird because like I I re-listened this. I've said this on the show before. I re-listened to the stuff that I like a lot, like a lot, a lot. So the night that that came out, it came out early. It came out Thursday night instead of Friday, and I went to the gym Thursday. Yeah. And I literally just put that two minute song on repeat and worked out for like forty five minutes and just listened yeah, I don't to know it how on you do repeat. That. I mean, I, I mean, it's fine, but like, I particularly might like Mark's part in the like leading up to the course. Mark's part's fine, but like, I don't know. I feel like he doesn't sing enough in any of these songs, really. I don't know. I I, I, there's more Mark in this. I, I mean, I do like the, I do like how Tom's singing because I think it, it'll play, it'll translate well live because of how, yeah, it sounds, sounds better than his angel's voice for sure. Yes. I also can say that I do. The the angels uh like inspiration that I kind of hear on that on that that new song just that very little bit at the beginning yeah like I like that like I like that that's I hope that that's all we get like I hope we don't get like more neighborhood sounding songs where it's like really angels and airwaves sounding because I don't like that but when you just get that little little slip in of it like I, I don't mind it yeah yeah but, I think there's a good like like common ground Blend. between that you can do but like the more i listen to neighborhoods through like the last decade i think there's elements of that that like definitely ring of of massive angels and airwave shit but like yeah i think some of the songs actually work well with it um i like some of the like long intros and like fast like kind of punk rocky sound to it even though it has that like angels vibe but um yeah, there are I don't some know. good songs on neighborhoods yeah there is I for sure i think as a whole it's kind of bland but yeah i agree there's I think like it aged better than it was when it first came out yeah yeah for sure um i don't know like i said i'm excited for this album and i hope it's good but like four of the song or three of the songs i don't like at all so far and then two are like one's good and one's okay so like i don't have high hopes but that's not uh, a good start no but like there's still another nine songs so if i can you know have like six solid songs off his album that's like really catchy i'll be happy um on 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 a music note like uh metric put out their new album yeah how was it i think yeah yeah uh or i guess friday uh formentera 2 which is the sequel to their last year's album formentera 
and uh, it's good. It's it's different. It's not Formentera. Like it's uh, a lot slower paced, in my opinion. Mm. Um, it's a little mellower at times. There's some like upbeat songs, but overall, the single I'd say from the album is pretty like mellow though too. Right? Yeah. like it's pretty. Yeah, yeah. I mean, overall, like this, the album's way more mellow. Um, I feel like it probably was the B sides of Formentera. Like, I don't know if this really was like planned or they just had like, hey, we recorded like 25 songs during that session. And like, these are the ones that didn't make the cut. And here we go. They're good enough to put on an album. I'm not sure. I I, I haven't heard anything, but like they do feel very B-side-ish to me. Um, But there's like four or five like songs out of the nine that like I really like. They're just mellower, you know, Um, but I recommend the album. Like, I I, I mean, I love metrics, so um yeah. yeah, you do. Uh, I watched a shit ton this week, so okay, I'm well, gonna try I to get. Through, rip. <laughs> I'm gonna try to get through this as quick as I can. Um, well, don't have to go too quick. We had an hour, and we only have two things to talk about. So that's true. Give her a man. So I started off the week go still doing my slower. horbage. Slower. <laughs> I started off the week. No. Um, so I'm still doing my horror movie binge, but like I definitely slowed down this week because I got a little bit ahead of myself and there's so much stuff to watch this week. So I only watched the first, well, I think I watched Friday the 13th remake and then I watched the first three Nightmare movies. Right. Um, Nightmare 2 is awful. God damn, that movie sucks. But I couldn't Nightmare... remember if it was two or three that was the good one. Three's awesome. Was... Okay, so yeah, maybe I need to just skip two then. I was going to go back and watch. Yeah, definitely go back and watch three. Three's fun, but two's abysmal. Two's awful. It doesn't even make sense half the movie. Um the re- the Friday the 13th remake is fine. It's it's got some good elements to it, but like I don't know. It's 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 missing something and I don't know what it is. It's maybe it's too fast-paced and it's not like spooky. I don't know. It's not really it's more it's too in your face like maybe like the like we were talking about with the jump scares and shit. Like it's just very I don't know predictable i guess but it's fine um yeah so then uh i don't know after i watched nightmare 3 i was like i'm not in the mood to watch nightmare 4 right now so i jumped to the craft and the the craft oh nice uh we're gonna be watching the craft at some point that's one of kate's favorites i love the craft like it's one of my favorite movies um i watched that movie as like uh 12 year old or 11 year old whatever it was was 96 so i was like 11 11 or 12 and uh yeah it creeped me out because i've always 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 been terrified of snakes and there's like a big scene at the end of that movie with a shit ton of snakes and that just scared the shit out of me but (laughs) um like all my close friends at that time were female so they all like watched that movie with me and they definitely wanted to become like witches at at, at the end of that movie and i was like the like the one guy in the group so it was (laughs) a little awkward but um yeah, I uh, I love that movie. So then I had never seen the sequel that they did, what, last year or the year before, uh, The Craft Legacy. So I watched that, and um, it's fine. I mean, I don't know. It's not The Craft, but uh, right. it was very predictable. Like, I got, I'm not going to spoil it, but, like, I got the twist, uh, like, right at the beginning. As soon as I seen the lead mm-hmm. actress, I was like, oh, I know what this is. Okay. <laughs> and... Um, yeah i uh it, it was fine it had a little little bit of a different change up in the movie but like i guess it was apparently rumored they want to do a third one now with the original cast and the new cast so mm. it could be interesting um let's see here. yeah the, the, like all the originals they all come back and they're like fucking gram- grandmas oh yeah I remember back in the day no totally i mean like they're all probably around 50 yeah, at this 50, point so yeah. Uh, I think Nev Campbell's like 50 or somewhere in that area. But um, I had such a crush on um, what's her face? Uh, fuck. I can't think of her name. Baruka Falk or whatever the hell her name is. Like the gothy chick in, in the craft. Oh, yeah, yeah. Faruka Balk, I think her name is. I can't remember. But um, I had such a crush on her. Like, that's probably why I love like goth punk chicks is like that movie. Because of her? But, yeah. <laughs> in that movie? Uh, yeah, totally. I was like so into her at like 13, 14. Yeah. Um, like, oh. <laughs> I don't know. Just like she got, I mean, at the end of that movie, she's terrifying and totally creepy. But like the first half of that movie, she's just really hot. Um, okay. What the fuck else did I watch? Oh, yeah. So um, 
on Prime Video, there is a new documentary. I'm trying to find the fucking note I wrote. Um, called Mr. Dress Up, The Magic of oh, Make Believe. Yeah, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. I want to watch that. Is it good? Um, yeah, it's good. Um, as as our American fans probably don't know, or I don't know if you it was available in the states, but Mr. Dress Up is like basically Canadian Mr. Rogers. Yeah. Um, I mean the documentary goes into a lot of this, but like if people don't know what it is, it was very much Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, but in Canada. Um. Mr. Dress Up was like American, but he was like a Canadian icon. Like every child in Canada in the like eighties and nineties grew up watching Mr. Yep. Dress Up. And yep, you stayed I, home from school sick, you hung out with Mr. Dress Up. Exactly. And uh like I named my dog Finnegan. <laughs> I did I named my dog Finnegan from Mr. Dress Up from Casey and Finnegan. So I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh I was a massive, massive like fucking mr dress up fan in that era and then when casey and finnegan left the show like i was devastated as a kid like i was like what the fuck like those were my favorite like characters like i was so sad but um yeah so mr dress up the magical make-believe it's a documentary about how the show came together um his life told through his like child's upbringing basically of like his kid's upbringing of like you know their dad and stories about their dad and like wh- why he chose to walk away from the show when he did and uh how hard it was coming up in like you know television in that era and stuff like that and then like his death and um it's worth watching for sure if you if uh, just for the nostalgia of of watching mr dress up again as a, an adult like it's just a huge part of my childhood it made me cry like i, I was crying so yeah, yeah. yeah. so definitely so worth watching then for me, yeah. Like I, I mean, if you grew up watching Mr. Dress Up, I don't know how you don't like the like, I don't have I don't have like like don't get me wrong, like I have nostalgia because I remember like I said, when I was stayed home sick or like before I was doing full days at school or whatever, like I would watch Mr. Dress Up. So like I do have memory of it, but it's not like I have like this deep hearted love for him or anything. I just oh, remember see, I it. It's like Sharon Lewis and Bram. It's like I remember I remember it because it's like that's what was on TV, but like totally. it's not like I'm like super attached or anything. See, like I was like attached, attached. Like mm. I watched that show. So for somebody who like maybe doesn't like, yeah, I think it's still worth much. watching. I think it's it okay. Like I think it's an interesting, just from the television side of it, of like uh, how he came into being on CBC and how like how difficult it was to like he was a pioneer of children's television at that time. Yeah. Like, yeah it was before Sesame street. It was like, you know, all that stuff yeah. he, he came up through. So, um, you know, it started in, I think seventies or early eighties. So, um, yeah. but yeah, I, um, I recommend it for sure. And like, I, for me, it was more like I, I came home for lunch every day at school. So like right. it was on right before prices, right. I think on like yeah. it started in that yeah. time frame. So like I'd watch, too. I'd watch Mr. Dress up and then I'd watch prices. Right. But, um, I also like like I loved Fred Penner as a kid, like which was before oh, his yeah. dress up and like uh there was a show called Under the Umbrella Tree that was in between them yep. for a while. Fucking watch that obsessively. Like wasn't so, the frog's name like Ziggy or something or Iggy, Iggy or something? Iggy. It was Iggy and oh uh, I don't the remember. Blue and the Blue Jay was I think just called like Blue or something. I don't remember, but yeah, yeah, maybe I think you're right. I think it was blue. And then yeah, there was uh I don't remember what the mouse was named. And yeah, there was a show called anyway. Today's Special. I don't know if you ever watched that, but I watched yeah. that like was crazy. Was that the too. one with the mannequins? The mannequins that danced and shit when they put the hats on. They fucking put the hats on. Yeah, they yeah. come alive. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, we're such nerds. Nobody's gonna understand yeah. what the fuck we're talking about. Like, what um, the fuck? It's, what are you talking about? It's like quality fucking '80s fucking totally kids Canadian television. <laughs> yeah. So if you haven't ever watched Mr. Dress Up and you're curious about Canadian television, or you're a fan of uh mr rogers and you want to know a little bit about that show too there's a little bit of him involved in the documentary and um yeah it's 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 uh it's worth checking out i think it's just over an hour long like 80 minutes 70 minutes something like that so uh, i love the mr rogers uh documentary and like i didn't even again i wasn't even like a huge mr rogers fan but it was just interesting I never got into mr rogers like I, i i remember it being on but like i wasn't a mr rogers kid i thought it was lame like i don't know yeah, why mr rogers i just thought he was too like 
like old man boring type thing where like Mr. Treslop I thought had like more like fun to it. Like he was dressing up, he was drawing shit, like he's yeah, playing yeah. like pretend and sh- like it was more like I don't know, imaginative in my brain. More doing shit and less yeah. like lessons. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um yeah, yeah. Then I want to shout out uh, the show Fall of the House of Usher that's on Netflix, which is mm-hmm. the new horror show from Mike Flanagan, who did uh, Haunting at Hill House, Haunting at Bly Manor, and Midnight oh, Mass. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's really good. Really good. Eight episodes. They're each about an hour. Um, it's based off of uh, Edgar Allan Poe short stories. Uh, a lot of his famous short stories. All like It's reimagined in a modern setting, obviously. And it's like they took elements out of each, you know, like uh, the telltale heart and like uh, all that shit and like kind of molded it into like a, a show that it has like a throw line story, but like each episode kind of takes a pieces from his short stories. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really well done, really well written, really well acted. I really enjoyed it. It's a little like gory. So people that are going to be like freaked out by gore, like there is some very gnarly scenes in it um especially in episode two what's that i said fun yeah yeah like there's there's a scene in episode two where i was like jesus christ this is brutal but (laughs) there's a couple deaths in that show that i'm like wow okay um so yeah if if you're into horror and you like that kind of shit i highly recommend it um and then i watched this new goosebumps show on disney plus oh yeah i heard about this so the first five episodes dropped, I think, on Friday. Uh, and now it's airing weekly after that. Um, it's... I don't even know how to explain it. It's it's one storyline throughout the five episodes. Like, it's all, like, together. It's not like this episode's based off this book, this episode's based off this book, and it's different characters every time. Is, are it's they all, based off a Goosebumps book or no? They are, but it's it's changed in like um, they change them. Like it's not like one for one adaptations. Like it's it's right. very much they they took they wrote a story and then they like took like say eight books and they like each episode kind of has that book tied into it, but it's not like a one for one adaptation. So like, gotcha. so the, they MCU'd it, kind of, but like. <laughs> um so uh what's his fucking name um i'm trying to think of the actor's name that i can't think of now uh justin long is one of the main characters of the show and basically like he buys this this old house and there was an event that happened before like in like 30 years in the past like 1993 and it's the house is like sat abandoned for 30 years or whatever and like the the old owner had a mysterious death from the beginning of the show and like so all the stuff within the house is like haunted basically so there's like the cuckoo clock of doom and there's like the haunted mask and there's a bunch of worms in a tank that's taken from the book go eat worms and like there's a there's a camera that's from say cheese and die which is where i got my name this week um so like each episode is kind of taken from one of the books but like it's all the same characters and cast in one storyline throughout the entire series um it's it's definitely aimed at teens like it's definitely like a a 14 15 year old like young teen show but i enjoy it because i was obsessed with goosebump books like i had i had like 60 70 of them like i I I was i wanted to collect them because i thought they looked cool so same uh, self town paint apps. What up? How you doing, man? Uh, hope you're doing well, brother. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, no, I, 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 I wanted to collect them too. Like every time we had a Scholastic Book Fair or anything like that, I wanted, I wanted. Yeah, we are talking hardcore Canadian shit right totally, now. Totally, man. Like Scholastic Book Fair. I mean, I the best. Loved, I loved it. Like I was obsessed with Goosebump books, and. I had all of them up until like probably f- five or six years ago. And then my parents' basement flooded and ruined them all. And I was so yeah. disappointed like because I wanted to keep them. And uh, I've honestly contemplated like going online and seeing if I can get like a bundle of like a hundred of them for like 10 bucks or something. Like, I don't know if they're <laughs> so collectible or what, but like I would love to go back and read some of those books because I'm sure they don't hold up well. 
No, but sure I don't know. I mean, they're all kind of weird, but uh, I probably love like the level of my reading <laughs> that I could do. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> at a, this point. I'm yeah. not a good reader. I love reading. I just wish I had more time. But um, and then like I, I got into the Fear Street books after that. Like I loved. Oh those yeah, books. See, I never liked those, but I did like Goosebumps stuff. I did a speech in grade school when you remember when we had to do speeches. I should assume you had yeah. to do speeches and shit. Yeah. Um, so like grade five, I did one on R.L. Stein. Like I was oh, obsessed. Nice. Yeah. Like that was my jam, man. So um, as soon as I, I like saw Goosebumps. that, saw that there's a new show on Goosebumps, I was like, yep, I'm in. Fuck it. I don't care. So I binged that five episodes so far. It's fine. Nice. And uh, yeah, Loki and uh, Gen V. And all my reality shows, I'm still watching. Uh, yeah. Other than that, that's it. That was a lot. I know. Sure. I'm sorry, I rambled for 20 minutes. That's okay. Uh, before we get too into anything, quickly wanted to bring up the uh, whole thing with Daredevil: Born Again. Oh yeah, I about this. Marvel, we need to talk about this. Marvel's, yeah, how Marvel uh, Studios is basically like have are gutting it, like uh, from the creative, like you know, directors and the writers and basically starting over writers were fired mm-hmm. um hey, neil's here too what up neil oh hell neil yeah i just watched just... goosebumps today and it's pretty good yes yeah, it's it's it's, it's bet the best adaptation i think we've gotten so far now again cool. like i said it's aimed at young teens but yeah if you're a fan of the goosebump books like it's definitely just for the nostalgia it's solid um but yeah, no, I saw that earlier this week about Daredevil, and I, I sent you the link and like yeah. firing all the writers. It sounds like they don't really know how they're fixing it, though. Well, I think from what I read, it sounds like they're they basically watched like the footage that they had done already, like the right. episodes they had done already, and they were like, "This is not compelling. We can't right. we can't put this out. Like we need to." start again kind of thing right so the thing i saw was that they had the first four episodes completely done and he was not daredevil in the wasn't daredevil even costume, costume until the episode yeah. four yeah um and that it was basically a law and order style procedural yeah. that was doing cases of him as matt murdoch instead of daredevil and um there was almost no violence in the show at all Neil says, sounds like going darker, making whole darker line of shows. So here's my only issue. Like, I love Daredevil. Same. I will happily give an MCU Daredevil a chance, but I've said it on the show before. To me, Netflix Daredevil is perfect. And, like, I feel like it's going to be super, super hard to compete with that. Well, what they should Especially because it's the same person. So it's just like if you immediately draw a comparison, whether you want to or you don't. I totally agree. But like to me, they this is what they should do. And I'm just putting this out here right now is they should be hiring the writers from the Netflix show. They should be saying we need to adapt what you did from the first three seasons into a new show that carries on from those three seasons in a way that if you saw those shows you're going to appreciate it, but that is not mandatory that you watch those three seasons. Yes, I agree. That would be smart. And it has to be as good and as violent as those shows or everybody that loved that show is going to say, this isn't worth watching. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tone Panap says, think Feige got to actually view the episodes and didn't like what he saw and that DD wouldn't wear the suit until four or five episodes in or something like that. Yeah. So that's, that's the same report I saw and that they fired the writers and they're keeping the footage that they can keep out of the stuff that's been filmed. But f- from what I understand is basically they need to completely redo everything they have, which uh, I mean, that's crazy, but I mean, I'm glad again, like I'm glad they're taking the time because again, like you, you could potentially really ruin this character by just putting out shit. Like yeah. it's all I, like i said in my opinion they're not going to be able to be better than the netflix one but if they can at least make me enjoy it then i'll be happy about it but i feel like it's going to be very difficult to beat netflix Daredevil. yeah i mean like i said I, is their move should be let's hire the crew from the netflix show uh let's, let's get them in to do their thing uh they, they know shit talk i'm pretty sure they shit talk marvel studio whatever so that probably won't happen but. swallow your pride fucking and let them do their thing like disney should come out and say hey they they did it better than we could and we want them like 
I, I think would be smart. It would that would probably stay face a little bit too from that whole backlash about them doing what they did with the that group totally. of writers. And if they're really smart, they'll also bring in Jessica Jones at some point into this series and get Kristen Ritter back. Yeah. And I would I wouldn't do the rest of the this those characters. Like no, I would leave everything either. else. But uh Jessica Jones was awesome and that first season was fucking so good. So um yeah, yeah. I, I think it's shocking that they're doing this, but I think it's a good sign that they want something to be good. Yep. And did you hear what else they're doing? Like they are hiring. So I guess they're saying that like usually with TV shows, they just shoot the whole thing and then they yeah. show it to people and then they're like, oh, this isn't good. And then they're like, fuck, we have all this money invested. So they're going to start, they're going to sw- go to like a pilot kind of yeah. thing where like they pilot series and apparently they want to do more series that are like, long-standing like multi-series season series and like kind of focus yeah yeah and they're gonna hire like people who are like specialized in like television because right now yeah because basically right now it's all done by like people from like marvel studios who step in and like but they've kind of identified that like a, a series versus a movie are very different and need to be handled differently and so again i think hearing that is a good sign too right like it's but see all this stuff makes me think as we've talked about before is that Disney is getting ready to sell. Yeah. I really do think they know that they have to have a premium product. And if all this stuff is coming out bad, they're not going to entice somebody to come in and a buy it. Not and what they want. So they need to diversify and they need to have good running long standing shows that are like in the running, like Netflix shows are for uh, Oscars or, or whatever. Like they need whatever the, emmys i guess or i don't know whatever the fuck yeah, it is. whatever it is uh like they need shows that are going to get the press coverage of like this is a fucking awesome show whether you're into the mcu or into star wars or not the show is stand out check it out but they need to get out of just the mcu and, and star wars like we talked about last week and start doing other stuff that's available to everybody at that you know that wants to sign yeah. up for disney plus but um i think it's a good sign like i think they've realized that the quality has to come up so yeah yeah i agree it sounds like that's good my concern is we could talk about loki now uh yeah but i uh, I also want to say too is uh did they say anything about what's happening with um the fucking spinoff character from hawkeye there echo because that was all supposed to tie into that was supposed to tie into daredevil wasn't it maybe we'll pull that too if they're trying to watch everything and that's what i'm thinking that just blows then like who, right why, who i didn't see anything about it either but like i think it was supposed to come out in january yes yeah, so i think it's still i don't think that's moved yet so i think it's like end of january or something so if that's bad like why we even put it out like just fucking just get rid of it well with this new content this new kind of thing we're seeing maybe they will maybe they'll yeah. just say this is not to our level of satisfaction and Yes, I did see that Southtown. Yeah, South it they was going to be a whole Echo series all at once. Yeah. but like I'm saying, just drop it and not put it out if it's bad. Like yeah, the rumor is that it was so bad that's why they're putting it all out at once is because it it just wasn't compelling episode to episode. Well, the like, thing is, at least in that sense, they might get like viewers on it, like the people who yeah. are going to be diehards rather than watching it week to week and being like, "This fucking sucks." Totally. I, I don't want to watch a 35 minute episode that sucks and then be like, okay, now I got to wait a week till the next crappy episode. Minute. Like yeah. that's what, like that's why I loved House of the Fall or Fall of the House of Ushers. Eight episodes dropped day one. I watched them all in three days. I enjoyed yeah. it, and okay, now it's done. And it, it's a standalone series, but I so much prefer the binge model than the fucking week to week wait. I just can't stand it. Yeah, but, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I wouldn't binge like you binge, but I would. I would probably watch more of it quicker like i wouldn't watch an ahsoka over you know eight weeks i would watch it over like two weeks probably or yeah, maybe yeah. a week if i i mean ahsoka i might have got i would have watched week two i would have watched i probably would have binged that because it was good but i think it's also like they could they could do like something different than everybody else is doing and it's not necessarily the binge drop of like here's all eight episodes day one but they could do like every night for the next two weeks at 9 p.m we're going to drop the next episode Mm, that would be a cool idea and then like here you go like this, we're, we're gonna have the conversation for the next two weeks that 14 episodes we're gonna have a new episode every night and we're gonna we're gonna own television for the next two weeks you know like That'd be so cool that's a smart idea 
like something along those lines where like okay we're not we're not into the binge model like netflix but we want to do something different that keeps people on disney plus and like yeah yeah yeah. i don't know i i just think they they have to try something different creatively they're disney like they're a creative company they've always been a creative company like change it up man well it's like i said to you and i think my biggest issue right now is i just don't care i don't care about any of this shit like especially mcu stuff it's like you know getting into loki like i'm it's not, i'm not saying i don't enjoy loki i am enjoying loki but i just like I, I just fucking don't care really like like it's it's good and like the thing that is fun about watching loki is like it makes me remember how much i enjoy tom hiddleston as loki like he just plays that character so fucking well but yeah. also it's like i'm not excited to watch it even like even though they're good like there's nothing making me excited to like jump into it this coming week like I'm I'm way more excited for Gen Z, like way more excited. I agree with you. Like I'm like way more excited. Times more excited. Yeah, I think Gen V is like the standout show right now. Like Gen V is awesome, and we'll get into Gen V after this. But like, um, I lo- I'm liking Loki a lot. Like I I think for me, uh, it just really reminds me of the first three phases of Marvel. Watching Loki like do stuff like creatively and like, uh just the character itself like it just yeah it it calls me back to that era and like that's maybe why i'm enjoying it so much but i also love just i like loki as a character i like his dynamic with the rest of the cast and like um i don't know like i don't i don't know where this show is really going like this episode i fell asleep during the first time i watched it i didn't find it very compelling this episode but like i love the world and that it's it's a you know in and like um I don't know. I, I just don't like the, there's no, there's no stakes. There's no, I don't care about fucking, uh, any of that, any of it, like any of that really. Like, it's just, there's no like thing that's like compelling me to be like, Oh, I really want this to happen. Like, uh, what Southtown's saying and what, uh, Neil's saying is like, there's villains that they really need to bring in. The last few shows haven't, been bad have haven't been good they've sucked and i agree with all that like there's things that everybody wants to see and it's namely some big villains they haven't used and x-men and like it's the fact that they haven't used any of that to their advantage is just like i think people are just stale with an mcu yeah Yeah. i want to read what they said uh neil said so many good villains in marvel fuck all these avengers and not and whatnot and give me series about bad guys Southtown Paint App said personally the last few MCU shows like Hawkeye, She Hulk, and Secret Invasion all suck bad as shows. And Neil said, uh, when comics did Dark Rain Revelance Drive, people loved it. Yeah, yeah. I'd love to see more villains as long as they spend time on the villain. That's the thing, right? Is like, you know, that's in my opinion, that's MCU's biggest flaw is their villains. It's like they're always underdeveloped and they're basically just a carbon copy of the hero and and they're they get killed off at the exciting. end of every every yeah, and they're show. just not exciting you know it's like it's weird like i haven't like you know really like in the mcu the only villains that are really appealing to me are thanos and actually high evolutionary from like i thought like i thought he was just so easy to fucking hate from guardians 3 like yeah like i just i fucking hated him like and i yeah. was just like oh my god you do a good job at this because i fucking despise you like yeah, I think uh, as much as people don't like love Thor, and, uh, Thor, Love and Thunder, um, I think uh, Christian Bale's like villain character could have been really awesome in that movie. I just could think it was yes. really, really underdeveloped. Yeah, um, I agree. I think that that was a villain that like could have been really compelling. Um, I don't know. I I think like t- for me, like I've always wanted to see a good version of the Sentinels and told in like the x-men universe and like i really hope that we get that at some point because i hated what they did with the sentinels and in, in the fox x-men universe like yeah, i really want i really want like a great like battle of like sentinels with like the team of x-men and like wolverine like fucking climbing them with his claws and cutting off their heads and like all that shit yeah. that you got in the animated series and um i really hope we get that one day and like that is like the villain side that like i really hope they bring in is like you know uh magneto and like all that shit like i think they'd be just super compelling villains i mean there's more they can do with x-men obviously apocalypse and all that stuff but yeah 
I um, mean, if I can pick where they were going to go with um, villains for X-Men to start with, Sentinels would be dope, but I think we might need to wait until mutants are more of, like, a problem. Like, I, yeah. I think it would be fun to see the mutants in the MCU, like, um, like you know, be heroes and then be villainized and then and then people are like we need protection against them so maybe two or three movies in we get like a thing about sentinels but like to me like mr sinister is like such a perfect character to like have as like he's powerful uh he's he's you know has the potential to really cause problems for the x-men and the greater mcu and like he hasn't been done yet right like and he's recognizable as an x-men villain like that maybe not to the general public but at least the nerds yeah totally i know i agree with you totally um my only like thing there is like i worry that that it's too close to what they did with like civil war and like the government stepping in and trying to like you know like oh we're worried about all these superheroes and like we need we need rules and like all this stuff like don't don't do civil war too but yeah like, but it doesn't have to be that way it could be like trump supporters like you know yeah I mean? but then you're also kind of doing same. that with the boys too right yeah but it's not the same really i i mean i i agree with you that like bring in a team of heroes and make everybody go like oh these are the new heroes and they're mutants and like we don't oh, know anything cool. about them and neil says sentinels are now all star tech in the comics it's pretty see sweet. That would be cool if they use that. That is cool. That is cool. Um, but like, yeah, bring in bring in the Sentinels later down the line. But like, yeah, build it up that like people love the mutants, and then they realize, oh shit, there's something happens everywhere. And well, like, even if they did what they did in, in Civil War in the comic books, in the comic books, it started because the New Warriors they are like a team of mutants who are like on a reality show, and basically one of the guys uses his power and it like blows up and like kills a bunch of people and like all of a sudden it's like all these rules have to be put in place because you know but it's this like guy, what they did with that one, one. i think it was x-men not civil war i think it was x-men versus maybe it was civil war i can't remember i think it was civil war but that's basically what they did with wanda right and in, in yes. age of ultron is like she blows up that building and now now we need rules because she killed all these people like yeah yeah um Southtown Plain Up says it's also hard to see where all the X Men and mutants will fit into the next two Avengers movies, especially with all the uninspired multiverse storyline. Well, I see, hate the multiverse. That's my issue. The multiverse needs to end, and I think yeah. if they're smart, they're going to speed this up and get it to the to the place where they can just end it all and and get the new universe they want set and ready to go. But, um, I think there's cool ways to do it. Like, I definitely think the multiverse stuff is a way you speed this process up and get the X-Men involved or the first droppings of, of mutants involved. But like, I think Deadpool three is going to be the real big tell of like what they yes. want to do with X-Men. And I mean, I don't know when we're going to get that movie now with all the strikes and everything. Like I assume it's going to get pushed till yeah, late next year. But um, that's where like, I think they can really do something cool. And if they want to do something cool, like use that movie to do it. But um yeah, I don't know. Like Loki's fine. I, I enjoy the characters and I like all the interactions in like uh Ouroboros or whatever fucking Obi is. I like Obi a lot. He's, very he's awesome. He's funny in that show and like I love his his weird like dialect things that he does where he's like, Oh, we're all gonna die and then he's like very like just calm, calm and, and like yeah, it's just great. Um, <laughs> funny. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm curious what they want to build this into because clearly this has to be a big setup for whatever they're gonna do with the one that show the one that remains or whatever. Yeah. Um they have to move that forward with a season, so I don't know. Yeah. I mean I like yeah, I, I don't I didn't mind Loki. It's like I said, like to me, watching Loki, the thing that I like the most about watching Loki is that it's like I enjoy seeing Tom Hiddleston and again I feel like I feel like part of the thing that is great about him is that it reminds me of the MCUs that I like. Right? Well, that's what I mean, like, right? Yeah, he's a familiar face, and like the thing is, is like he's not like Thor, where his characters change so much that like comparing his first appearance to his last appearance, they're like totally different. It's like a parody of that character, whereas like Loki's still very much the same character who's just really like developed over like. You yeah, know, five movies and he's mature. You know, a TV yeah. show, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, I, I like that component of it, and I like I the characters we're getting. Like, I like Ob. I like 
Um, I like even like I just I love the dynamic between Mobius and and Loki too. They're just so fucking funny together. They have a great banter together that like every time they're just going off back and forth. Like I, I always <laughs> get a chuckle, and I really like Sylvie too. Like me too, me too. I, 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 like I, her a lot. I think she's a great character. Uh, when Obi yeah. asks if new task is more important than reality shattering, yeah, totally. <laughs> Like he has some great one-liners that like really like every episode I'm laughing and I'm enjoying myself, but like it's just I don't know where it's heading and like I know it's, yeah. oh, it's only six episodes, so we got four left, and I'm like, all right, we got to get the story moving. Like, what is the fucking, what is the just of the story? And like, do you think that the by the time we get through this, we're gonna have an idea of where the MCU is heading next? I hope so. I don't think so because I don't trust MCU to do anything that I want them to do at this point, but. I hope that that's her plan, but the fact that everything's getting pushed, like, I don't know. I can't see this tying into the Marvels in any way, so we're not going to, like, I I think this will be like, okay, if we're pushing anything, we're going to be waiting a year until Deadpool 3 for any, like, thing that, like, concludes this or, or moves the story forward. Like, I don't know. I, I think they're going at it, at it at too many angles, and like I, I just think these Avenger movies need to hurry up and get here because I think by the time twenty twenty five rolls around, I don't think there's many people going to be waiting for. Well, it's like you said that break might be nice, though. Well, I think the break's nice, but I think you're not going to get anybody back in theaters. I I think that that's a bigger issue than what people are watching. I think it's. I think the movie experience is just not as desirable as it once was. So, yeah, I think especially, people want to especially stay at the current price, and especially because people are struggling to fucking buy groceries and well, that and know. like people are busy and they have nice TVs in their house that are you know just as beautiful as what you're seeing in theaters for the most part. Yeah. Like everybody owns a 4K television at this point, pretty much, and. I like, don't, but yeah. No, but you know what I mean. Like yeah, for the most I, part, everybody has a nice television in their house that they can watch whatever yeah, on, sure. and they don't want to go not. to a theater and go, "Oh, I got to spend a hundred dollars to bring my family to the theater when I can just stream it on Disney Plus that I'm already paying for." Like one hundred percent. Um, how did the box office do this weekend? I assume that the Taylor Swift thing, fucking. Oh yeah, that probably killed it. Ninety-six million dollars. Yeah. Ah, so that gross. Tay-tay. So gross. Anyway, um, yeah. So yeah, Loki, uh, it's good. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, I'm, I'm liking it. I'm enjoying it, but it's not making me excited. And I still am like, I feel myself slipping away from MCU stuff. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, same. Big time, big time. I think it definitely needs a shake up. And like uh, Neil said, Echo is going to suck, and it's not going to help the hype train. Deadpool three is nope. our biggest hype branch and to build hype yeah and i agree like that's what i'm saying is like this needs to lead into deadpool 3 and deadpool 3 needs to bring in the stuff that people have been asking for for three years like yeah bring in mutants bring in the new characters bring in x-men bring in what the fuck's actually happening and have a big bad and conclude this whole phase yes please close off this multiverse bullshit so we can get move on and bring in the Fantastic Four, bring in fucking X-Men, and like let's get some new interesting characters that people can really relate to and not have these 300 characters. Like I hope that with the end of the multiverse, like 90 of these characters that they've introduced are just killed off. Just go away. We don't yeah, need the all thing those. is, is you don't even have to kill them. You can save them for when you need them. Like the thing is, is it's like again, don't get me wrong. It's like it's not that I didn't like Shang-Chi, it's not that I didn't like I like Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi needs to stay. I, yeah. Yeah, I like, but what I'm saying is it's like, I just wish that we would get away from like, okay, we end the first one and now we have to have a second one. It's like, why don't we just wait until there's a story that like calls for that character or it makes sense to have those. Like, it's like I said before, like a long time ago when we talked about the Netflix characters joining in and how much I want to see Spider-Man versus Kingpin. Like, like I like having random team ups where it's just like, Totally. Here's a series. It's six episodes. There's not going to be a sequel, and it's an interaction between these two. They go on an adventure, and away we go. And it's like, like that's the kind. That's where you reserve those characters for. It's like you don't need them to be like a headlining, or you know, they can be a headlining name where when it serves its purpose. But like, yeah, there's just there's way too many to give everyone their own stage. Like they need to. No, and that's what I'm it, saying it, is 
Yeah, if, the, if you're gonna the, do that, that's you're gonna then you're gonna have shit like Echo, and it's just like no one right. asks for this. Agatha Harkness, nobody asks for this. But that's what I'm saying is when when you do the Avengers stuff and start closing off the multiverse, you need to trap some of these characters in in strands that are ending in the multiverse. We don't need Echo to carry on. We don't need Agatha to carry on. We don't need like all these side characters to carry on. Keep the stuff that's working. Like the Eternals is clearly never getting a sequel. And they're never going to use. What I'm saying is, you don't need to kill them. Like, well, no, but I'm just saying, like, just where they write them off. So you, yeah, write or them just off. Don't mention anything, and then, like, you again, just because there's no mention of where they're situated in the new universe or whatever, doesn't mean that if you need them down the line, where it makes sense to have them, totally. you, you don't have to explain them back. You can just when they were here all along. Maybe. When you get to X-Men days of future past in 10 years and you want to do something crazy with some of these characters you haven't used in a while, bring them in through time portals or whatever, like, or just cable. don't just have them there. That's what I mean. Is like, you don't, if, if you don't kill them off and you just let them live, but you, you don't reference them when the time comes where you, you need them. They're just there. You don't have to be like, Oh, you're here because of the multiverse or because of time travel. You're just, you're here because we never got rid of you. Yeah, we sure. haven't seen you in ten years, but but like, you run into problems there where, like, you did with uh, Captain Marvel is like, all right, we have this big fucking thing going on. She can just like one but hit. The thing kill. Is, is, you can always just explain it away. Like they I know, did, but it's, everybody it's was bad. like, oh, okay, I, I know, but still, the fact of the matter is, you still can. It, I guess. Yes, to me, but... what, what's worse, having an explanation for something like that, or being like, oh, we need to bring them back. Let's do time travel. Because, like, to me, I cringe at that. I'm like, oh, fuck. See, for me, like, I want stakes. I want people to die and be dead. Like, I want heroes to But if you're time-traveling to bring them back, they're not. It's the same thing as the multiverse. There's no re repercussions. I'm not like, saying every character. I'm just saying, like, have stakes and have have heroes die and, like, use the multiverse as a way of killing off some of these characters that you don't need and aren't going to do anything with. And then the ones that you eventually want to use, sure. Yeah, I agree. Seltown, yeah. <laughs> this is what I mean. It's like we're clearly not getting the sequel to Eternals because that movie sucks. And well, I think they did mention it in something, didn't they? In Quantumania, I feel like. I don't know, but like I feel like they referenced it was like in a news clip or something. I feel like somebody did. I might be wrong, but I yeah, I think did. you are right. But like again, yeah. clearly they're not doing anything with that. So like, <laughs> but again, when the time comes where they need to, it's there. That's what I mean. Is like, yeah, I guess there's no so. harm in setting up like long. It's just like Star Wars. It's like I don't need every single answer to be answered now. It's just no, I'm they fine. Set it up and they'll knock it down when the time comes where it does, or they don't. But I just I hate when like there's a hanging thread for seven years. Like, yeah, you, ha you have to have an answer for this at some point. Like, not really. It's not like it's like this like huge like cliffhanger of like a situation. It's just a a, a, a big giant. I mean, to us, it's an eternal. Uh, uh, um, what do they call those things? Whatever it is, not an eternal, but uh, oh, celestial. Celestials, yeah. But, but I mean, to the greater, to like that population, it's just like, hey, there, now there's this weird fucking like island rock foundation coming out of the water. We don't know what the fuck where it came from. But like, I just, I don't know. It's the fact that it's all in the same universe, and then they don't like comment on things that it's like happening. Is like, like they didn't comment on the blip for so long, and then the, when they finally started doing it, I was like, good, finally, some people are talking about how fucked up that situation would be in real life. I mean, it is nice, but think about your day. Think about a normal day. How much do you tell the people you? Oh, hey, man, let's. Do you see that fucking art thing that's down at the Detroit River? Did you see like like? No, but like it's not things that you would be discussing day to day, anyways. It's just like if half like, the I population disappeared, I'd be talking about it. Yeah, I know that part. I get, but if a giant fucking god rose out of the ocean, I'd be talking about it. I feel like they did a pretty good job with the blip. I do. I think they could have used it to their advantage in other ways. Yes, but I mean, also, like, I I don't feel unsatisfied with what we got from blip coverage. I don't know. I I just. I, I need the MCU to be good again because I love me too. I love I those feel, movies. And... I feel like the problem is is it won't be because a lot of what made the MCU good was the ride, and it was like you get through one movie and you're like, man, that was fucking sick. I cannot wait to see whatever's next. But without that fucking momentum, yeah, it's gonna be hard, man. You need to really hit it out of the park like three or four times in a row before I'm like, okay, I'm it's... fucking back 
in. It's a roller coaster that has no hills. It's just it just goes around in a circle. <laughs> it's just a train. Basically. Yeah, it's just a train. Yeah, it's a monorail at this point. <laughs> the monorail. Uh, yeah, no, I agree. We should get into Gen V because we're we at fifty-five minutes. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Loki's fine. Loki's there we go. Fine. We'll see where it goes. Four more episodes. We'll see where it goes. Pretty um, Gen V is awesome. I love the show. Gen V is just dynamite. Yeah, I'm loving Gen V. So this is episode five, and um, we got three more left, and it's great. Fucking yeah, great. it really is. Yeah, I'm loving. I'm loving like the whole fucking trying to get to the bottom of this whole like what yeah. the hell is going on at the school and like oh, the mystery aspect. Yeah. The sleuth, the sleuthing around, and the just and I mean obviously I just I love the unnecessary like fucking brutal fucking Graphic violence like that that one scene where uh sam the muppets like, kills all the puppets and it's like they're fucking instead of awesome. blood, it's like these like red like sequin streamer things Betty. coming out yeah. or whatever yeah. yeah and then you just see like the aftermath after in real life and it's like spines pulled out and like fucking like heads pulled in half it's like what the fuck man so good i love that scene so, so much me too it was fantastic um, that and like like i said like from the beginning it, it reminds me of harry potter and that's like really what the show is it's like it's an adult harry potter mystery of like what is going on in the school and who's behind this and who's behind that and like now we kind of see that there's you know the, the main the one of the main girls is like behind everything and like yeah um how that's gonna play out and like who's behind her and like i don't know i love it all like um, I think it's fun. super compelling and I love the mystery of this episode like of them just not knowing what was happening and them jumping between days and everything like that like it when was... it started I was like did I yeah same did I miss something and then when they were all like did we miss something I was like okay Phew. it's smart writing man like it's just so well done <laughs> I thought maybe I like missed another like after credit scene or something where yeah. like you know they explained what the fuck was going on but then yeah, yeah, no, it's 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 great. Really I really hope that these characters play out in the next season of The Boys, or like there's some like cross pollination between the shows, or that they're planning on doing a Gen V season more. two or yeah. whatever they're I'll fucking doing. More. Um, because I I love these characters now, and like I don't want to not see them again. Like I I really hope they're in the Boys main show. I think it'd be awesome. That would be sick. That would yeah. be dope. That would be very cool. Um, yeah, I I. I uh... I'm I'm just loving the show, and it's like like I said, like with Loki, it's not like I'm like oh fuck, I gotta watch Loki. Yeah, but I was just like I'm I'm right away. I'm like let's watch Gen Z. Like I want to watch or Gen Z. I want to watch that first. Like I'm just that's that's what I'm actually like excited to watch. Yeah, same, same. And then afterwards, I'm like all right, I'll watch Loki now. Yeah, totally. I did the same thing, and uh, yeah, like I'm I'm I don't know. I'm loving the show. I love how violent it is. I love the gore in it. I love how adult it is. I love that it's not treating it's audience like children like it, it's yeah. there's mysteries and you're along for the ride and i this is what i would love out of x-men like something uber violent uh, like that awesome. that would be like like not necessarily on the same like sex level as a show but like definitely like i want to see wolverine decapitate somebody i want to see his claws go through somebody's face like i want that stuff stuff. <laughs> totally um <laughs> I love I love that like puppet scene just because I love the Muppets and like to see the uber violent version of the Muppets. It was just like totally it's great. Fun. Yeah, it's really fun. Um yeah, I just I love the show and like everybody I know that's watching it is also just like this show's awesome. It's so well done. And I'm like, who would have thought that like like I remember when we were at Fan Expo and I was like, I totally even forgot Gen V was coming out. Like it was just there was like zero hype for it two months ago. And then it was, I was like, yeah. Oh yeah, I can't, I, I'm excited for it when it comes out. And then like watching, it, I'm like, fuck, the show is good. Like, yep. Give me more of this. You know, seems like a lot of people are hating on it because they're saying it's too woke. And I'm just like, Oh my God. I don't even think it's woke at all. I think it's because the girl who can like change, like Jordan who changes between both genders and then like, yeah i mean i know i know i mean i'm not saying i agree with that i'm saying that like people are need to fucking chill but like i know people who like have said who who basically have trashed it and are like oh yeah it's fucking woke or broke and i'm just like what the fuck man like i don't even think that's woke though i think that's just imaginative for like a superhero that has that's that's their power 
It's like can shift. Well, between... you have to remember that now that they have kind of taken open shots at like Trump, like Trump in the last season with stuff. the boys and stuff, right? So now I'm sure a lot of them are being like, "Oh, it's fucking woke, man." To me, like, I like the parody <laughs> aspect. Yeah, totally. I I totally agree with you. I I fucking hate people using that as like a derogatory term in a way of like, oh, it's too woke. I don't I won't watch it. Like let the creative people tell the story they want to create and if you don't like the show then don't like the show that's fine it doesn't mean yeah. it's woke like yeah. to me you're living in a world of superheroes that have powers yeah that, that's an interesting power that like she can change between genders and like i don't know i think that's cool um it's different again you haven't really seen that before yeah that's what like, i mean like a superhero movie the the main characters slits her wrist to control blood like that's cool i, I like that crazy yeah <laughs> it's violent it's I, I wouldn't call that woke you're talking about fucking a, a young adult basically slitting her wrist for a superpower like i think that's pretty and another awful. one another one forcing bulimia to exactly like drink. these are yeah. tackling pretty like uh, Very woke. <laughs> yeah pretty pretty rough Very topics woke. and like like they're blowing up guys dicks and like fucking you know like i don't know i i think it's like anti-woke I, I think the show is not afraid to do whatever the fuck it wants to do but yeah like i said i think it's just a certain audience who's now rebelling against the show who yeah. maybe fucking makes fun of that group right but. sure but like I, I i've never felt like this show is catering to anybody i feel like me neither it's a very much uh situation where they're willing to make fun of everybody and i've wondered that myself that is a good question i've i've wondered that myself neil says what do you think happens when a penis is inside her but then she turns into a man is it then a cock inside a cock i thought about the same thing i was like to pull it out of the urethra like that's that was my like okay they're like fucking and then like what happens if she like i don't know if she does it spontaneously sometimes or if like she always has control over it she seems like she has control over it but but like yeah that's 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 a hard dynamic to uh i don't know i don't think they'll ever cover that probably but it'd be interesting yeah, probably not hey you got your dick in my dick well i i don't Actually, know it technically could... that wouldn't work because the main girl doesn't have a dick so yeah it'd be but more if like she was fucking another dude then that would sure. make sense yeah i don't know but it's in, it's, it's 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 a good question that's a fair question neil um very very good question but yeah I, i've never felt like the show's catering to anybody I, i've always felt like if you're if you're in the crossfires it's willing to make fun of you and that's fine like i don't know i think it makes fun of comic books more than it makes fun of. i was gonna say it makes fun of everything yeah like, like it does i don't know but I, I'm I'm loving it. I think it's great. And if you don't like it's it because it's quote unquote woke, then you're missing out on a great show. Yep. And fine. That you're not gonna true. like anything at some point because everything is gonna have some topic that you're not comfortable with. Like you're gonna have non-whites. <laughs> yeah. Every show can't be straight white people doing straight white people things. Like yeah, let's go hunting. Yeah, exactly. Let's go work in the coal mine for six episodes. Fuck off. I'm so sick of it, man. I, I I hate this like mentality of people. Just enjoy what a story is. That's what a story has always been. Is somebody writing a story, telling you a story they want to tell. If you don't like the really? characters, then that's fine. Then eat a dick. Yeah, just don't watch it. Don't complain about it. Just go on yeah. with your life. Do other things. Need a dick. Yes, or yeah. don't. Or don't eat a dick. Do whatever you want to do. Whatever you want to do. If you like dicks, eat one. Eat them. Eat that dick. <sighs> people you know you know it just drives me nuts um i do want to call out that uh so next week we are going to have the new blink album which we're going to obviously talk about heavily we are going to have i'll listen to it 700 times by then i will listen to it probably the entire night on friday just to have be able to talk about it with you um so that will definitely be doing a deep dive on that next saturday we will also be talking obviously about loki 3 and gen v6 and then also Spider-Man 2 comes out on PS5. So oh, shit, son. I'm going to be playing that. I probably will be streaming that. I'm on vacation. That comes out like what? Tomorrow? No, Friday. The 18th. Friday. Okay. Same day as the Blink album. Nice. So 
Next week, I am on vacation. Not this week, like oh, current week, but the following week. Exactly. So I will be probably streaming a shit ton of Spider-Man 2 over on our on my YouTube channel. Over um, on this YouTube channel. Yep. So if you're interested in that new game, it'll be, it'll be available to watch. Come hang out. Come chat. We don't even have to chat about the game. I'll play and we can talk about dicks inside dicks. I don't care. Um, <laughs> uh, Sounds like a party. And then... Uh, did you find out your schedule for the next week? Like wh- wh- when you want to do the following episode? Uh, yeah, hang on. I can look. Sorry, I can look right now. So I Matt is busy I... the following weekend. So, so I don't think we can do early because uh, there'll be nothing to talk about because okay. the show doesn't come out till Thursday and I leave Thursday. Okay, so there'll be no ex- episode the next week. Yeah, and because I, I don't get back until... I don't get back until Monday the 30th at night and then... Monday the 30th, I'll be at work. Okay, so then we'll have a week off and we'll come back after Halloween and we will talk everything we missed. So we'll be doing two episodes. We'll finish everything off. And then we're right into uh, the Marvels right after that. So The Marvels? Hell yeah. It'll be a good episode next week and then we'll have a little break, but I will be streaming. So come hang out over on YouTube.com. We'll give you your share of moose milk. You'll pump your little tummies full of moose milk. Exactly. You you'll be so full, so full for you. Dick Inception. <laughs> exactly. That's that's a movie that needs to happen. Nice. Get Nolan on it. Nice. Yeah. Uh, on but thanks everybody for watching. If you're not following yeah. Matt, you should be following Matt. You'd be silly not to follow Matt. Look at this face. You want to see that face doing everything. So go over to He's Instagram. That's what's happening right now. Yeah, you'll see the studio getting built on Instagram. He posts, you know, a couple times a week about that. We're trying to think of a name for it still. Kate was like, oh Kate was God. like, you should call it Customs by Machudio. <laughs> oh, that really hurt. Oh, she's funny. Fuck. That's great. <laughs> I like that. I think you should go with that. Um Glenny. Yeah, so Matt's posting all about the studio, and once that's finished, you'll probably start doing lives and stuff again sometime in the near future. So yeah, probably not till the new year. Or I might, you know, I would love to try to squeeze something in before the end of the new year of this year, but like I don't want to. I'm trying to like keep my. I'm working on like even the projects I'm working on. I'm finishing off my Secret Santa and another figure for yeah, myself, you can't share it. and then yeah, and then like a couple just like little odds and bits, and then like I'm kind of stopping customizing for the year. Uh, I, I think, anyways. I just want to put all my energy into getting the studio up and running. So, because once they hand over the finished product to me, then we can get in. We can run electrical and insulate, drywall, and you know, there's a lot to do, right? Yeah, so, no, totally. And then you got to start setting up all your shit and shelves and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah, well, I mean, before I even get to setting up my displays, yeah. I have to set up like my desk and then move all this shit into the studio and give it a home and totally all that stuff. But follow him for, on Instagram for all that fun stuff and see his studio come together and he has a YouTube channel as well uh, youtube.com slash at customs by Matthew you can follow me as well you can grab the podcast on podcast services uh, we appreciate all of you later Neil thanks for watching and we will see you next Saturday word motherfuckers peace okay. out bye bye